I am Meet Shaw, and with me I have James Shurgan. Yep, uh, here to discuss uh, episode three of Succession. Hunting. Hunting. Or it as is. I like to call it, Boars on the Floor. Boars on the Floor. <laughs> it, is a, it is a very exciting podcast. Um, yeah, so uh, there's, a, there's maybe not as many different storylines or as many different things going on through yeah, the episode. Yeah. It's, it's fairly linear. Yeah. Um, Most of the characters are sort of together in one, one place. place. Yeah, yeah. On this yeah. sort of retreat. Right. Yeah. Um, um, and it is, it devolves into something quite um, stressful and, and intense and, and crazy. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. What, what did you think of the episode? Um, for me, I mean, we just finished watching this episode together, and for me, uh, this episode was the one in the second season where I'm just like, yes, mm-hmm. I, I just, I just, uh, that sort of like stressful but also thrilling tone, um, mm-hmm. I just really liked it, uh, mm-hmm. and sort of the humor in the episode too, uh, sort of just culminating into the the scene that Meat was sort of hinting at, uh, the boars on the floor scene. Yeah. So I just. Uh, for me, this is the episode where it's just, I'm all in again for Succession. And I, I probably said that last episode, but I think this is my favorite of, this might be my favorite episode of, of all of season, season two. two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you also get that very sort of punchy, like, rah-rah kind of uh, performance from uh, Logan Roy that is very intense. And, and you almost always get that in every episode, but they're... There's maybe more of a presence here yeah. through the episode, a more continuous performance that that you get right from uh, Brian Cox who plays right. Logan Roy. Yeah, this episode is very Logan Roy centric, and just like everyone else is just terrified of him, yeah. like pretty much the entire episode, with maybe the exception of Kendall, where the relationship is just more defined with Logan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it also kind of reminds me of like season one, where it's like. The first few episodes, Logan is actually quite weak. He uh, starts out, he's mm-hmm. going to give up the company and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then he has his health episode. And so I think this season, he starts out closer to the peak of his powers. And then this episode, he is just tearing into people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should talk about, all right, let's talk about the general synopsis and um, yeah. how how the episode opens. Because that kind of also is part of what goes on in the background. Right. Um the very first scene before even the credits is we see cousin Greg uh, going to um, a reporter or a famous writer, biographical writer called yeah. named Michelle Pansel. Yeah. And um, where he goes in for a pre-interview precursor. or pre-meeting pre or yeah. a precursor meeting <laughs> to a meeting. Um, and... Um, <clears throat> And she's she's writing on Logan Roy, yeah. right? Um, and she wants to get some internal details about Logan Roy and the Roy family and stuff. Um, and and Michelle Pansel played played by um, just, just Hecht. Yeah, yeah. Also, also, and 
she was also pretty she also had a semi-prominent role in Breaking Bad as Gretchen yeah so pretty really good actor actually in my opinion um and um yeah but we, we see very we see her for a very brief moment right and then she's sort of referenced throughout the episode That's by so a bunch of different characters yeah you know that she's writing it yeah. yeah so she sort of has more of an effect through through reference than than she does to, by being directly on the screen i guess yeah for sure uh, the character yeah. at least yeah um yeah, so so that happens, credits, and then uh, we kind of jump into uh, R- Logan getting checked out by a doctor, uh, where he tells doctor <laughs> where the doctor asks him about any other symptoms he has, and yeah, yeah, he tells the doctor, the doctor is basically ruining his life, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is pretty funny, um, and then um, yeah, so that's that's basically where uh, Logan kind of gets into. Gets interested into buying uh, another, potentially another company called PGN. Yep. Um, another news media organization that's also, we'll, as we'll later realize, owned by also a family-owned business. Yes, yes. And uh, the rest of the season has a lot more peer-centric content, especially in the middle of the season. So yeah. we'll definitely get into that uh, right. soon. Right. Um, and that sort of also brings in a couple references. We hear Naomi Pierce referenced uh, sort of uh, in relation to Roman maybe having a back channel to negotiate with Pierce. That's right. And then also it also brings Frank back into the fold because uh, he is apparently the classiest of yes. the Roy top executives. And uh, the Pierce family is likes that compared to uh, the uh, schmucks that like Carl and Carolina and, and the Roy siblings themselves are. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then, um, um, so nobody likes, it seems like on the background, nobody likes the deal, but they, they're kind of falling in line to, to what Logan, Logan Roy wants to do. Right. Um, I mean, no one, I mean, the central theme of this episode is almost just like, no one wants to be the person that goes against Logan. Right. And they don't want to be the sacrificial lamb, but they all have, there's like a very, um, quiet majority of people that think that this deal with Pierce could be a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot of negative things running or anti Logan Roy themes running here. Not anti Logan, but kind of conflicting things running here. One being um this um biography that's being written. Yeah. Second being they wanna acquire PGN but it seems like it's it becomes very clear throughout the episode that it's a pain in the ass to actually actually get to the family and actually acquire. And then third being that even even though Logan wants to acquire the other mem- higher uh, members of the company as well as the family, especially Shiv, are not interested in this acquisition. Um, and yeah, then and then they go out for hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Sort of this company retreat yeah. in Hungary. Did we determine where it was? Yeah, I think it was someplace in Hungary, according to the reference. Mm-hmm. Um, they take a they take a private jet with yep. everybody on the plane. And while uh, it's supposed to be a, a, it's referenced as a morale booster trip for everybody. Yes, <laughs> but if anything, this episode is the opposite of a morale booster. booster. Yeah, yeah, um, and in that 
pri uh, that private plane ride, they determine that there is a potential rat. That's right. Somebody yeah, so has. Ca Carolina gets a note and sort of whispers in Logan's ear, and Logan's just like, "Fuck!" Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, so someone had basically talked to uh, the reporter Pantsel, yes. uh, and someone close to Logan, and so we're led to believe that this is Greg. Uh, right, because sort that's of his precursor meeting. Even yep. though he basically gave her one sentence that was sort of like Logan Roy can be vindictive and something else. Yep, yep. Um, and so he thinks it's himself. So, um, yep. We think it's him. I mean, uh, he did talk to her. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So that sets up the mood for the trip, um, for the hunting. Yeah. Uh, sort of this paranoid. Yes. Uh, terrified. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on the ground, we see everybody sort of trying to sniff each other out and figure out who's doing what. Yeah. Uh, Kendall and Roman have a very kind of, what are you trying to do? And uh, sort of, um, yeah, very um, interrogative conversation with each other. Yep. Um, Roman, who is trying to set up sort of this back channel. That's another Pierce, thing. Right. Uh, through Tabitha, who knows... Uh, one of the uh, Pierce oh. cousins or something like yeah. that. Naomi Pierce, yeah, right? Naomi Pierce, yeah. yeah. So she's trying to set that up. Um, um, <clears throat> what else? Um, so then they... Uh, yeah, and yeah. then meanwhile, uh, uh, Greg confides to Tom... Oh, that's right. Uh, about, the, uh, ...about him talking to Michelle Pansel. Yes. Yes. Which, where Tom, Tom tells him... Um, trust no one, Greg. And yeah. but but, um, yeah. So they, they they continue. They do the hunting, where nobody is able to catch anything. So eventually, they just cat. They just release a whole bunch of already caught boars, and they the people hunt them. The, yeah, they just the, the party hunts them, uh, and then eventually takes pictures in front of yeah tens of boars. Yeah. yeah. As if they caught him, which is kind of disappointing. Um, then they go into a party for for a huge meal, a feast. Yes. And uh, that's when things start getting even more ugly. Uh, right before that meal, uh, Logan gets the news from Laird that somebody already has talked to or reached out to, also reached out to the Pierce family or yeah. something, trying yeah. to have a back channel, make a back channel conversation. And yeah. now acquisition is going to be even tougher because yeah. because they're they got the whiff of what's going on. Right. So now Logan is basically pissed off because of that, because the pure stuff is getting uh backstabbed and because of the biographer. Right. And he knows so he uh he is in a an especially bad mood, bad mood uh for someone that is already fairly combative. Yes. Um and then right after that Tom pulls Logan aside and basically says, uh, well, yeah. actually, he sort of gets goaded into it more by like, Jerry and Carl, Carl. Oh. Who, are, who were just like... Which uh, is such a bad situation yeah. for the guy because, yeah, yeah. because obviously, um, yeah, uh, Shiv is also putting pressure on Tom to talk about this. Yeah. So, yeah, he gets, he yeah. gets goaded into, into talking about... Yeah. And Jerry sort of says, that's where heroes are born, on the battlefield, Field. Tom. <laughs> and Carl's just pointing at him, pumping him up. And then, what does Tom say? I think he says something along the lines of, that's also where they're, that's also commonly where they're killed, Jerry. 
<laughs> Which, uh, I mean, he's right to point out so. Right. Uh, because as he goes into the room and confides in to Logan that yeah. he's going to say something that's going to be against Logan, but he doesn't mean it. Yeah, he... Uh, that just pisses off Logan even yeah. more. Just because it's like a very, I don't know, chicken shit sort of thing to do. It is. Um, um, I feel bad for Tom in this one, uh, especially just because he's pressured into so much... Right. He's sitting so at the big boys' things. table and... Uh, People are not... <laughs> he's yeah. not being well-treated. Treated. Yeah. Um, um, including by his wife, yeah. especially. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, yeah, the meal starts, and Logan gets into a very crappy mood, and um, he tells everybody to put their phones away. Or which, on the table. On the table, yep, yep, yep. And I think somebody, maybe Jerry, says, is this even legal? Yeah. You can't make us do this. Uh, but nonetheless... Everybody gets to put their phones up on the table, and yeah. and you notice something. Yes, it was kind of unique that um, everybody did put their phones up on the table, except for uh, Roman, who switched his phones. Yes. Apparently, he had two phones, and he pulled the one off of the table. Yeah. Most likely, the one he's using to have conversations with Pierce. Pierce family. And then he put his other phone on, on the table. Yeah. Um, you also, yeah, and then, um, and then Logan starts kind of sniffing out who the rat is by starting a game called War on the Floor. Yes. Um, he goes to Carl and asks him, starts with Carl, right? Yeah, he starts with Carl. Yep. Asks him if, what he thinks of the deal. He, Carl, um, very reluctantly kind of, kind of unwillingly just says he, he does like the deal. Yeah. And bam, he's one of the people that gets sent uh, to by the fireplace. Says, "Go stand by the fireplace. We're gonna play boar on the floor." Yeah, which um, is a game that I've never heard of. I don't I, know if anyone I has ever heard of this game. I want to say it's like it, it felt like it was either made up on the spot or it was made up. <laughs> yeah. So there, should, should we start a, a Kickstarter to start a, this game, boar on the floor? There's a brief cut to <laughs> to Rome and Roy, and you you feel like maybe this has happened before. <laughs> just oh, just maybe like you cannot tell for a hundred percent but i was like maybe that's that's happened to them as kids before um Believable, yes. yeah um but yeah uh, we can start a kickstarter board on the floor yeah, board game i mean i guess board game kickstarters are, are really popular, popular <laughs> start the board on the floor one <laughs> i'm game rules there are no fucking there rules are... <laughs> <laughs> this is a board on the floor uh, so then, okay, then he confronts Tom, who says he's also for the PGN deal. Bam, he's on the basically floor. Basically gives the same answer as Carl. Yep, yep. Jerry, uh, as smart as she is, she, you know, and she plays she plays her honesty card and, and kind of gets out of it. Yeah. It's, it's very similar. It reminded me of her move. She's very consistent in doing this because she also kind of didn't vote for... Um, Kendall in one of the earlier episodes when Kendall was trying to do the takeover. Right. Very sad. Even though she kind of set him up to do the takeover. Yeah, she was supposedly on She talked side. him up. And yeah. It's very interesting kind of what... Yes. Yeah. Jerry continues to have good instincts for... She, I feel like she knows how to read <clears throat> Logan well. Well. Yeah. And... And yeah. she's the one person that does not end up going, uh, being a bore on the floor. And then it goes to um, Greg. 
Yes, Greg's next, who follows uh, Jerry's thing of honesty. And then gets gets sent to the floor. Yeah. He's like, but... And but, Greg, Greg protests. But those yeah. are the rules! <laughs> there are no fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love, love the way Logan just delivers that line. Yeah. Rules. There are no fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, so we have, we have, uh, we have a full party of more on the floor with Carl, Tom, and Greg. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> um, Logan walks up to, um, Logan walks up to them and tells them to get on the floor and oink like a piggy. Yes. And whoever catches a sausage um, is no longer is not a chairs. Yeah. It's, it's a very... <laughs> he tosses him and Frank. Well, he makes Frank do it. Toss yeah. sausages It's down. a very degrading musical chairs, if I may so. yes. <laughs> say so. And, uh, <laughs> and really quickly, Greg gets one of the sausages quickly. And then yeah. Tom does too, but then Carl grabs the sausage from Carl Tom. is intense with, like, trying to get the sausage. He, like, beats it out of his hand. Well, I might have been also very intense. If we if we played Boar on the Floor, where there's one yeah. sausage, I think I would fight dirty. Drake's also pretty reluctant in playing this game. Yeah. Um, and then he sort of whispers in Tom's ear, don't, don't rat me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asks who ratted, who ratted them out, or, like, who talked to Michelle Pansel and... At this point, both Tom and Greg think that Greg's the one that talked. Right. So, but surprisingly, Tom, Tom however, however, kind of, um, sort of rude and, um, mean he's been to Greg, he actually doesn't rat Greg out in I this know. one. Amazingly. Is, I mean, yeah. it's a rare move of some character from Tom. Yeah. Which we don't see a whole lot of. It makes me feel like maybe Tom... Tom feels as outside of the family as 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 maybe others do, and yeah. that's like he finds that kind of camaraderie with Greg right. somehow, yeah, right, like a confidant almost, and and so Greg is Tom's confidant so far, and then right, and everyone else have just crapped on Tom all episode, so yeah. so. so now Tom's Greg confidant, right, and. and Keeps the yeah, and so while that sort of degrading game is going on, Roman is filming it on his phone. Yeah, which, which everybody was supposed to leave on the tables. Right. So somehow, somehow uh, he has another phone. Right. So that, Ken- Kendall grabs it from him. Yep. And and, and Logan also spots that that Roman has this phone, which apparently nobody does. Logan yeah. spotted it. It yeah, he kind of looked at him uh-huh. while while Roman was pretty obviously filming. The guys trying uh-huh. to steal the sausage. So right, and then and then, and then uh, Kendall Kendall was able to scroll those texts and found his contact with Naomi Pierce. Yeah, and confirmed that. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We should talk about a little bit about the the things going on on the parallel, or are we done here? No, we're not. Right, we we want to. There's a little, there's bit, a little more. bit more um, yeah. before we go back for yeah. the really fast uh, Connor shifts yes. subplot. Um, and so after the bore on the floor, uh, and the Roman is sort of, uh, figured out, um, they, uh, we see him again in the morning where everyone is just like a little degraded and what's the head of ATN's name? Head of ATN's name. Is or is it Sid? Woman. Sid. Yes. I think so. Sid yeah. sort of asks Tom if, oh, yeah. if he wants a sausage. sausage. Bitingly. Um, and, yeah. and, uh, just no one is, uh, in a very good mood. After yeah. that, everyone feels a little dirty, yeah. except for maybe like Kendall and, and Logan, who were mainly out of it. Yeah. Logan blames what was on on jet lag and and meds, meds and 
jet lag, yeah. And yeah, and Car- Frank's like, yeah, I get like that too, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, Frank. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Um, Frank does eventually kind of set up a channel for for Logan to have a conversation with the with the CEO of PGN. Yes, that's yeah, how it finishes. So. But before that yeah. happens, uh, the uh, Carolina who. I would not take that job in a million years because all it seems to be doing is she delivers Logan terrible news. Uh-huh. Uh, was that uh, that Molester? Oh, that's or right. Mo, Mo. Mo is the one that we talked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he's immediately like that fucker. Yeah. And, and then, then, then she whispers into his ear, and he passed away. Right. Yep. Last yeah. night. Yep. And we and we had heard a little bit about Mo earlier in the episode that he was on hospice, and Logan that's right. had chose not to see him yet. Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, we'll learn more about this sort of subplot, uh, later on. I don't think we ever see Mo, yeah. the character, but, uh, but basically that explains where, um, uh, the reporter Pansel got the information. That's right. Which makes more sense, because Cousin Greg really didn't give all that Did, much, yeah. if that was, like, her inside source, then he basically told her very, very little. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of saved himself from divulging any real information to uh, the reporter. Yes. Um, yeah. And then finally, Frank gets a back channel to the CEO of PGM. Yes. And uh, Logan Roy tells him to bring her head on a flatter. Yeah. And Frank, uh, w- what does Frank say? He says... Uh, He's like, I'll bring her head with the rest of her body oh, yeah, fully attached. <laughs> and Logan's like, even better. <laughs> it's the funniest randomness yeah back and forth yeah yeah um okay so now we i think that concludes the sort of the hunting um the main plot and then this yeah yeah, this on the subplot on the side we have we have uh connor seriously going for the to run for um president president yeah he releases a video it seems like beta testing it so he's only sending it to the friends and family uh, Logan tells Shiv to go talk to him and convince him to take the take take it off. Don't release it. Yeah. Uh, because there he says some quite uh, inflammatory things about taxation, and yeah. Uh, what well, what's his platform? He's basically running on no taxes. Oh, there or we go. Flat rate tax. Flat rate taxes. Yeah. That's right. Um, Which would be very good for wealthy people. But also that he's against the elites, which is so weird. Yeah. Um, or a c- contradictory. I don't yeah. know. An I oxymoron mean, almost. Yeah. There's a moment that Shiv points out to him where he's in his new penthouse in New York. And he's looking down. He's like, look at all those elites. I'm going to crush them. Yeah. And Shiv points out so that good. he is the person in the penthouse looking, looking down, down on the, the elites. elites. Uh, Connor, definitely not the common man. Uh <laughs> And I wonder how much right. of this is uh, is uh, sort of inspired by the politics of our time. Right. Um, when it may have seemed even more ridiculous uh, yeah, five well, years ago. Well, Bloomberg is running. Michael Bloomberg is running for... Yeah, well, Michael Bloomberg is more qualified than uh, Connor Roy is. Certainly. <laughs> uh, but just, anyways. Just in terms of elites running for... Connor Roy looks down at Michael Bloomberg from uh, his little penthouse. penthouse. Oh, okay. And... Uh, wants to squash him oh indeed <laughs> um yeah uh shiv then also goes out around with goes away with willa to a bar yes where she finds some random actor and then 
has uh, has uh, intercourse with him. Yes. Yeah. Um, this to, is to all add kind to, of uh, Tom's great weekend. Yeah. To yeah yeah exactly to to kind of you know on one side be pressuring Tom to do certain very unwanting wa- things that he wants to do. And, um, right. And she's like also constantly texting. Have you done it yeah. yet? Have you done it yet? Well, yeah. she's hitting she's on this just, actor. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Feel, feel bad for Tom. Yeah. Um, and then eventually when Tom comes back home, she also indirectly kind of also tells him what she had been doing, which. Yes. Which is technically okay in their relationship, but like many a thing, it's something that sort of shiv, it's implied, has sort of pressured Tom into. Tom into yeah. Mm. All right. Um, I think that concludes our overall synopsis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go into our funniest line of the episode. Okay. Um, what do we got? We got, let's see, obviously Greg going... This isn't a meeting. It's a precursor to the meeting. <laughs> so I'm not in a meeting with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Roman goes... Roman talks about making a back-channel deal, and then he talks about being successful at, at it. So he goes, I land the deal, deal. I kill Kendall. I'm crowned king, just like in Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because that's absolutely not what happened in Hamlet. <laughs> and we learned that, thankfully, this season is not the last we get to hear of Roman Roy's literary habits, or lack thereof. Uh, he gets to name his favorite book later on. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's in a few episodes. Yeah. Also, um, uh, Roman tries to figure out how um, Tabitha knows one of the Pierce girls, and so... Eventually, he looks at her and he infers that she had sex with her. So he goes, "You, you fucked her. Is there anyone you haven't fucked?" And Tabitha looks back at him and says, "You," <laughs> which was uh, pretty funny. Yes. Um, um, Logan Roy referencing who who uh, or asking, questioning Kendall about like whether or not he was the rat who talked to one of the uh, journalists. Journalists or yeah, he was one. The rat who talked to journalist, and Kendall looks back at Logan and goes, "Dad, really?" And Logan goes, "Well, historically speaking, when I'm betrayed, it's generally you." <laughs> true, <laughs> which true. Yeah, very matter of factly yeah. speaking. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, once Frank gets back, uh, Logan tells him about his situation. So he goes, "Sandy and Stewie have my nuts in a vice." But you've got the grease to slip them out. <laughs> and uh, Frank responds with, truly a revolting image. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, Connor talking about hyper decanting. <laughs> you can age your wine five years in ten seconds. <laughs> yes. I don't drink wine a whole yeah. lot, but we must try hyper decanting and trying some wine. Yeah, kind of. Connor is all in on the uh, hyper decanting. Hyper decanting. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Volter should have hired Connor, Connor. To, to, to come up with the content <laughs> ideas. Five ways your hyper decanting your wine is a game changer. Five reasons. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Meet uh, the best hyper decanter. He's surprisingly a nice, nice guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
that uh, Greg asks Tom about Rat Fucker Sam, and Tom goes, "You're asking, you're asking about the moral character of a guy named Rat Fucker Sam." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also, Tom is very honest with Greg. He goes, "You can trust me, up to a point." Which, yeah, anyways. Yeah. The, the way he delivers it is probably better. Uh, when talking to Jerry and um, Carl, um, Jerry says that he's the, he's the person in the family, and so Logan probably likes him. And to make the point that Logan doesn't actually like Tom, Tom goes, he once called me the cunt of Monte Cristo. <laughs> And Jerry makes the case that, no, actually, that, that shows that, that you're closer to him. <laughs> the fact that he can do that to you. Um, obviously, that's where heroes are born, on the battlefield. That's also commonly where they're killed, Jerry. The, yeah. Um, finally, I have one more. And this is, this is when um, Laird tells uh, Roy that the deal... The the con- the attempt to contact Pierce's ha- hasn't gone well for PGN. Right, and he goes, "This was supposed to be choreographed. That was about as for- choreographed as a dog getting fucked on roller skates." <laughs> so, n- I mean, to me, all of these were great. Nothing really stood out. Maybe yeah. Um, maybe the heroes born on the battlefield, or maybe the dog getting fucked on skates. <laughs> con- I mean. What about the nuts in a vice and, and the grease to slip them out? Okay, yeah. Yeah. That, I, I, that I, interaction I, between Logan Roy and Frank, right as Frank literally has gotten back yeah. to um, to meet him, is, is pretty... Pretty spot pretty, on. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Yeah. And yeah. also probably telling that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, later on in the Frank episode, knows. Jerry sort of asked Frank, why, 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 are, why are you, you coming taking back? this job? Yeah. And, and Frank's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why I do this to myself. Yeah need money i mean it's sort of like everyone all these characters are so attracted to the power and the status of it it's just like really hard for them to say no mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um yeah uh, any winners of the episode this Ooh, was i feel like this is an episode with where everyone just felt losers yeah uh and in fact i had everyone as losers for a while uh yeah. until the end where i was like you know what maybe jerry Maybe Jerry wins just because, like, she's able to just pull a magic trick out of her ass and and save herself. Yeah. Just time and time again. Yeah. Jerry, yeah, Jerry's kind of, Jerry's kind of the survivor of the group. Like, she just, it it feels like almost everybody gets stabbed in the back or kicked out, but Jerry's the one that's always there consistently. Yep. People Um, are getting cycled in and out, like Frank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Jerry is there. I mean, like, talk about people that didn't do so well. It's yeah. like Roman is just like totally demoralized. He doesn't even want to go down for the breakfast. Yeah, Tom is getting taunted, and like Greg, maybe wasn't humiliated to the same extent as those two, yeah. but was like he was a bore on the floor. Yeah, and if you're a bore on the floor, you probably don't feel so good about your weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank, Frank, got his his job back. I don't know if. Yeah, it's it, he's not very ecstatic about it. I yeah. I wouldn't be either. But like, is that a step up? I don't know. Like, we don't know don't what know. he was doing, yeah. so we don't know what the uh, what he would have been doing otherwise. 
front Ray, maybe. I mean, he didn't have to piss in in a vase. <laughs> <laughs> and he Ray seemed like uncomfortably into the boar on the floor, sure. where yeah. he's just like rooting him on. Mm-hmm. Really, a big fan of the boar on the floor, mm-hmm. uh, Ray. He's got the uh, he's he's got the season tickets for that game. If, yeah. if they do another board on the floor, yeah. give him a call. He'll be he'll be right there. Yeah. Um, what about Connor? He feels pretty on the up and up. Like he created his video and then got told not to release it, but he released it despite his family saying no, don't do this. There's no. There's no nothing maybe to like directly point out that he's a winner, other than maybe he might get a little more screen time on the in the shows now because there's something to do with him than before. Like he he's a winner because people he's doing something that his family has some a little, maybe a little bit more to care about, not yeah. in a good way necessarily. Or he's a winner just because he's not a loser in this episode. <laughs> That's true. I mean, he pretty much just launches his bid. And he gets some news coverage, so I guess in that sense he's a success. Right, right. Um, and then, let's see, one other one would be um, Shiv. Shiv um, didn't have to go through the, the whole uh, hunting retreat. Yeah, she so wanted she, to go she kind too. Of, yeah, she did. Yeah. So she was left out, but she she survived the retreat. Um, I feel like she would have survived even if she went to the retreat. Probably. But, I mean, she wasn't the rat in either case. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah. Loser in this, definitely the Tom and Shiv marriage. Not doing so hot. Yeah. Where, with Shiv yeah. forcing him to take a stand and... Yeah. And the, uh, the open relationship. True. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tom, Tom kind of hides his feeling. It seems like he just swallows his pain. Yes. All of this episode. Time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. Shiv also gets some this episode, so maybe Shiv's winner that way. I don't know. Yeah. She also gets... She gets a call from her dad to, like, bring her in officially. Right, right. In this. So, that that had me looking forward to the next episode. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, really no winners. Maybe Shiv, but, yeah, mostly survivors. Yeah. Um... Tom, definitely a loser. Greg, maybe a loser. He kind of comes out okay. Light, lighter loser than Tom, than Tom. and yeah. Roman. Yeah. And Tom, oh yeah, Roman eventually, yeah, gets called a moron by his dad in front of the whole... Yes. Very genuinely gets called a moron by his dad. Yes. Yeah. And, and kind of, yeah, makes it clear that he doesn't know how much a gallon of milk costs. Yes. Which Although no one in that room seemed to know what a gallon of milk costs. What does a gallon of milk cost? Do you know? I, of course. What? Uh, what kind of milk? <laughs> Whole milk. <laughs> it's probably three fifty a gallon or something along, along those lines. Okay. Yeah. Was that going to be your guess? Uh, I, I get confused on what's a gallon and what's the two gallon. Like the bigger, like the normal size you get from like Safeway. Is that one gallon or two? The normal size you get is a gallon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would so be three bucks three, or three fifty. Yeah. It probably varies based yeah. on what reason, region you're in. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Who who wins uh, Daddy's Approval? Ooh, another rough week. Probably Kendall? I mean, like, yeah. 
he is the one that basically figured Roman out. He's yeah. basically like his dad's hitman. We sort of see him wobbling yeah. around when his dad calls Shiv at the end of the episode, and he's just sort of like a, a zombie in the background. I mean, like, yeah. the guy is just, like, in an incredibly dark place, but yeah. he's, like, an efficient... Uh, he's an effective piece, like, weapon for his dad to sort of, like, utilize. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, he was able to get Roman's phone and yeah. stuff like that, so... Yeah. And overall proving himself to be a valuable ally to to his dad. I mean, yeah. Connor and Roman are definitely not winning yeah, daddy's approval, cool. so I guess yeah. there's only a competition is Shiv. Shiv, yeah. Shiv, yeah, Shiv doesn't have a pretty heavy competition with the three of three brothers kind of fucking shit up themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exciting episode. It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's go back to the funniest line. Um, bore on the floor? Oh, yeah. Bore on the floor. And then he starts to try to get everyone else to chant it. Bore on the floor. Bore on the floor. And the first time I was watching, I was just like, what's going on? This is nuts. Yeah, it just... And then... Surprises you. And then he starts to make everyone oink, and I'm just, like, laughing my ass off. I mean, what does that say about me, that I'm laughing at probably <laughs> the cruelest moment of this of this season to date so far? They're uh, all... The, the characters are pretty deplorable, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. All right. Um, that was... Uh, that was our Category 3 episode of The Hunting. Um, yeah, sounds like a movie. Right? Film yeah, like the hunting. We'll release the next episode for for Successions episode four. Yep. Next week. Yep. Fucking